And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio once again is Dr. John Vance. Hello, everyone. Well, John, it's great to see you. And um, I'm looking at the calendar. We're almost through the month of December. We're almost through 2012. Oh, it's I may, can't believe it. They do say that time flies. Well, it certainly <laughs> does. And you notice it's it's psychological. The older you yeah. get, the quicker it goes by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As oh. a kid, oh yeah, you just can't yeah. wait yeah. for something to happen. Time seems to go by mm-hmm. so slowly. But these uh, seasons that come and go and that we experience in our lives, it's just a natural thing. I mean, we, um, we have seasons of life. Uh, I'm thinking about um, opportunities. It's, it's a temptation to be overly negative, but, you know, uh, we've got to be more positive. <laughs> um, there's opportunities um, looking forward uh, to 2013, and I'm wondering if we can talk a little bit about opportunities here today as we anticipate the new year to come. Well, thank God for New Year's. Uh, uh, there are seasons and rhythms to life. You know, there are four seasons, of course, and each season requires certain duties be performed and present certain challenges and also certain opportunities. But when we wrap up four seasons, we start the cycle again. Not that history is cyclical. It It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christianity has a view of history that it travels uh, with direction, yes, uh, and finally is consummated by the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, each turning of the, if you will, uh, the clock for a new year uh, is a wonderful time for opportunities. I can remember my hometown newspaper every New Year's, it would show on one side of the page, on the right side, or the left side as you were reading it, it would show an old man with a sickle yes. with his hair he was bald except for a large shock of hair in the back walking off. And then on the right side of the page was mm-hmm. a newborn baby <laughs> coming on with a little shock of hair in front. Yes. So through the year, that hair moves all the way back. <laughs> and uh, But but it demonstrates that there's something new and fresh about turning of the clock and opportunities. You bet. Uh, apparently it was um, important to one of the composers, Vivaldi, and his his uh, music, The Seasons, or Seasons, yes, remember that? The Four Seasons. Yeah, The Four Seasons, right. And um, this is the time where naturally uh, you want to make a resolution because you realize um, as we look forward with positive anticipation of the new year, you say, well, I, um, I'm looking down, I'm looking down below the mic here and I'm seeing my belly and I'm thinking, I really should lose some weight here in the new year. <laughs> and uh, uh, are resolutions scriptural? Oh, I think so. Uh, there's a wonderful chapter that I taught on recently in the what is called the Westminster Confession of Faith. And in chapter 21, it's on oaths and vows, V-O-W-S, and uh, how they're to be taken and not taken. Uh, we ought to be careful about taking vows because yes. we, we may not be able to keep them. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, a vow or an oath must be taken, and it must be scriptural. It must be within our power to perform. And then when we uh, take an oath, let's say, for instance, that by the grace of God and with his help, I will do this, that we sincerely attempt to do it. But I think uh, that uh, it's not wrong. Uh, there okay. are times where you find in the Bible that uh, certain vows were taken, like the Nazarite vow, mm-hmm. things like that, or the vow of Hannah when she 
she uh, gave uh, up her son, Samuel, uh, to the temple because God had blessed her. Mm. So there are times when those things are right, Mm -hmm. and I think a turning of the clock is an opportunity, uh, but we must not be frivolous in our vow-taking. Right. Um, here at the radio ministry, we we resolve on a <laughs> yearly basis to uh, go through open doors as a uh, as the Lord opens them to us, and either acquire a station or have a greater presence in 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 an area so that we can minister to people more effectively. Maybe more on the internet this year. We'll have to see. That that takes resolve, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> to be able to press on. Yeah. And you know, you know, Dan, while you were mentioning that, I was thinking that is in some ways an obligation. Mm. Remember the parable uh, which talks about uh, each one was giving certain talents and one fellow buried his Mm. and he was uh, castigated for that, Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas others put it to use. Yeah, we have to press on and take new opportunities. Yeah. And and before the break, I know it's coming up here quick. We're human beings, and maybe as we get older, we're we're tempted to say, "Well, I'm I'm afraid to try something. I'm afraid to try that um, new new opportunity, or flip over a page and and say, well, 'Well, I'm I'm going to build a house. I'm maybe you're uh, um, 75 years old, and you've always wanted to build a house, and somebody's going to build a house, or maybe somebody wants to write a book or start a blog or or, you know, place a radio signal in a new city, whatever. Um, I don't think we should be afraid, but, you know, follow the biblical injunction of sitting down and counting the cost mm-hmm. if we intend to build a tower mm-hmm. and, by God's grace, move ahead um, using using our minds and, and, and planning the thing out accordingly. Well, we are up against a break. Uh, Stay with us. Today we're talking about New Year's and resolutions and new beginnings, and we might even get to the state of our country. We'll see. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. God ruleth on high, almighty to save, and still He is nigh, His presence we have. The great congregation, His triumph shall sing, ascribing salvation to Jesus our King. 
And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me in the studio today is Dr. John Vance. And uh, we were just talking how that uh, only, what is it, three days from today, it'll be New Year's. And mm. uh, it's. I'm amazed how fast time has gone. Um, before we go any further, though, let's let's talk a little bit about something that well, it's kind of sensitive. Maybe we don't really want to talk about, and that is our sins. And uh, coming into New Year's here, um, there's something glorious that we can mention with respect to our sins, and that is the forgiveness of sins. Help us uh, think that through a little bit today. There may be some out there who actually think that uh, they don't have enough serious sins if they have sinned, they Mm -hmm. may think, uh, to confess and to be concerned about. But I'm reminded what uh, uh, it says in the uh, epistle of John. If we say we have no sin, the truth is not in us. And then it goes on to talk about it. If we confess our sins, the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us our sins Mm -hmm. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I think one of the aspects or signs of being a Christian is that, that the Christian is sensitive about their offenses against God and against neighbor and uh, uh, want to be forgiven and want to confess. Now, in a real sense, talking about forgiveness, pretty much the world does not believe in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unredeemed world, so to speak, or does not believe in redemption. You just everything just kind of hangs on you like barnacles on a ship. <laughs> you never are able to free yourself. In fact, there is a view uh, in in one religious tradition called karma. Hmm. And karma is not about forgiveness or new beginnings. You're always an accumulation of what you are. And karma in the present and the past will cause and dictate what your life will be in the future. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it is the cause and effect, if you will. And the concept of sin is really not there. You just, you just whatever happens that causes certain things in your life, whatever you commit, then that will happen in the future. But Christians really don't believe in that kind of fatalism. We believe Mm -hmm. that you can have a new start, that God indeed in Christ forgives you of your sins, your daily sins. Mm. And I notice that Christians through the centuries uh, who understood what Christ did on the cross and and his promise to us of new birth and the forgiveness of sins, believe in new beginnings and believe in the forgiveness of sins. And yes, uh, we can have a new and fresh start. Yes. it's a blessing, as a matter of fact. Uh, the psalmist says, blessed are you concerning these matters, and uh, the one who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. That, that Those those verses are most precious, uh, mm. for sure. Let me ask you this. I just thought of something. Um, the Lord's Supper. We're in the church worshiping him, and uh, uh, quite frequently we'll partake of the Lord's Supper. Um, can we view that, even, as a, as a new beginning in a sense oh i think so and i believe that the lord's supper in our circles dan uh has been depreciated hmm. uh not realizing the value of it mm-hmm. and uh, jesus gives us the lord's supper as as a uh, if you will a sacrament of the new covenant mm-hmm. the new testament and and the new testament blessings are comprised of two things Number one is the forgiveness of sins, and number two is receiving of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Both imply a new start or a new beginning. Think of it. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness of sins, a break from that which holds you down from the past and that which stands against you, and the Holy Spirit, 
to renew you and enable mm-hmm. you to live for Christ. So that implies a new beginning. Oh, yes, I think the Lord's Supper yeah. or the Eucharist in some circles sure. uh, it's called or or communion. Mm-hmm. That is uh, a, a wonderful sacrament that sets forth our forgiveness and uh, also sets forth our renewal through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, is it proper, therefore, to uh, uh, talk about this as a covenant renewal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful way to put it. Hmm. Well, we have about three days to go yet before it is the new year. This past year, um, I've had um, what felt like self-inflicted blood pressure problems as I... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lifestyle blood pressure problems. As I've uh, observed um, the political state of our country and how that um, we seem to be doing things that go against all common sense, things that even a sixth grader could figure out. Could you talk a little bit about oh, yeah. the state of our country? Particularly starting with blood pressure since I have <laughs> <laughs> and it does get riled up even more by the Doesn't present situation. Yes. Yeah, uh, blood pressure, of course, is a lifestyle matter. Let's go back to the physical part. Yeah, and, and we could do something about that. Uh, we can eat better. We can exercise. Uh, we can learn to be calm. But the latter one is probably more important than than the rest. And there's so many things that steal our calm from us, and that's what's taking around us. I, mm-hmm. I know that many, many, many Christians, uh, and I'm in a position to talk to many, mm. are vexed by what they see taking place well put. in our world. Vexed. Good, good choice of words there. And um, uh, the vexation of the Spirit, as the Scripture puts mm-hmm. it. We, we, we have to contend with many things in a fallen world. Mm. Things don't always go our way. Uh, we see with clarity what is yeah. right and wrong in certain conditions and it seems like we're voted down at the ballot box yes and we say why why would we vote for our own moral and destruction. spiritual destruction it's true and we do it yeah and uh, going back when we first started talking about opportunities and don't be afraid to try something also don't throw in the towel when a particular project fails just keep going well, you know, Paul says, redeem the time, <laughs> for the days are evil. That's that's not yeah. throwing in the towel. Yeah. That's keep pressing on. He yeah. says, I press on toward the mark, uh, our high calling of yes. God in Christ Jesus. Yes. And and I think the Christian just has to double down. Whenever, that's when, the point. Whenever you see that kind of opposition, you yes. double down. That's what Paul did. And, of course, our Lord would never have gone to the cross because – he yes. despised its shame when the cup was offered to him. He says to his disciples, can you drink this? Mm-hmm. No, he alone could really drink that cup and experience our hell for us. But he yes. went to the cross in obedience to his Father. Yes. Praise God for that. So I think we need um, the spirit of perseverance even more today than ever. Now, as we persevere, as we, as I like to say, we take the bull by the horns, mm-hmm. um, going into this new year, um, what are some of the challenges that we will be responding to here in this country? What uh, what do you see as as happening here in the in this new year? There Without has, being overly yeah, prophetic, yeah. Idea. There's been a uh, a cultural shift in my lifetime. Uh, we mm-hmm. do not really value those traditions that made this country. It's clear from the last election that when you have. Uh, marijuana being approved in Colorado and what Washington State. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next thing is that the definitions and traditions of marriage are going to be changed, uh, mm-hmm. I think, to the uh, 
hurt of uh, not only the institution of marriage but to children and families. Yes. Uh, that's going to happen, and it, it's very easy to get discouraged when you see the tide uh, is against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably should not just simply swim against the tide. You know, when 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 you try yeah. to get caught in the tide, they tell you to swim parallel to the shore. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much fighting mm-hmm. as it is being wise in how to negotiate the things that are around mm-hmm. us. Uh, Jesus said, "Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves." And so I think for the new year that Christians will learn to contend with these new, if you will, new scenarios, new realities, if they stay rooted in the Word of God and in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and keep an anchor for their soul. And as much as I enjoy watching Fox News, because that's my favorite little news program, um, don't depend on that too much. That can depress you. It can. And, you know, if you want to make a difference in this world, um, God will lead you what you must do. Um, it's not always just responding to a Facebook posting or responding to the news on Fox News. No, it's getting out there and actually doing something. What do I mean? Yeah, A cup of cold water delivered in Jesus' name or Amen. working at the soup mm-hmm. kitchen or uh, singing in the choir or going to uh, that couple next door where... They're no longer a couple. One of the spouses has died and bringing a meal. Very practical, simple things that that minister to other people from the body of Christ outward. Well, there are many opportunities in this broken world, and the more broken it becomes, the more opportunities Christians have to serve the Lord and to serve their neighbor. Uh, Important thing. Uh, and, And there is a certain kind of joy and satisfaction that comes in giving and service. There is. I don't know how many people tell me in our soup kitchen ministry how fulfilled and and uh, how satisfying it is to know mm. that they've helped someone. And they, they will invariably tell me it's helped me spiritually. And it is true. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, now, we have um, – we probably have maybe uh, five minutes yet to our broadcast today. Um, going back to the national news um, – things that we want to watch going forward and be uh, aware of and um, possibly contact our legislators about, et cetera, et cetera, is um, we see Israel in the news and uh, we see Iran building a nuclear weapon, at least that's their goal. And um, there's a lot of tension in this world. First of all, I want to say that um, I think it's important that we be faithful to our allies, just in a real simple point of view, and Israel has been a wonderful ally to us. Israel has been the wonderful ally to us, and I know there are many evangelical Christians who support Israel, as I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I do not believe that we will provide the kind of support for Israel in the future that we have in the past, and that is a great concern to me. Right. Uh, we want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And we want to support Israel, the only real democracy in the Middle East, in a sea of, of what I would call bondage and uh, yes. and madness. Uh, there is one place there where uh, there is uh, the ability for Christians to live and exercise their freedoms there, as well as Jewish people, hmm. even though it's a Jewish state. Sure, Christians are being driven out of almost every Middle Eastern country except Israel. 
That's significant. That is so significant. And so Christians ought to be praying for the peace of Jerusalem yes. and for Israel. I don't know why we would even think of supporting some of these countries that want no. to impose Sharia. No. It, which is the opposite of freedom. It's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. Um, now, you, you've you taught world religions. We don't have too much time here, but you have um, taught in quite some detail what um, the Islamic faith teaches, and you see the danger of Sharia law. Well, the problem the problem that we face in the future is that we have an, a, a politically driven religion uh, that makes no distinction between church and state. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they want to impose what is called Sharia, which means Islamic law, which gives second-class citizens uh, to everybody else but Muslims. Mm-hmm. If it, when you have Sharia, it means everybody else is a second-class citizen. They have the position yes. of being what is called experiencing demitude, or their demis. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that means uh, a lot of things. I don't think Americans understand the, uh, we don't nature the of uh, particularly – uh, political right. Islam as it's being exhibited among the, yeah. uh, the the fascist elements and the radical elements. Now, as we close the program today, we're talking about the new year coming up. And, uh, yeah, we've talked about some of the problems that we'll have to deal with, but um, we'll deal with them from the perspective of a positive worldview based on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's there's no more a better story than that going forward. Well, Christians should remember that the future does not belong to the politicians or the radical. It <laughs> belongs to God, and uh, and it belongs to that one, as I mentioned in an earlier program, that history turns on, Jesus yes. Christ. Uh, he is the beginning and the end, and he has promised to be with us. Now, that's that's it seems to me, that fortifies us to live yes. in the world and enables us to be optimistic, enables us to be full of hope, and to serve Christ and to serve one another. Mm. Uh, I can't affect things around me. I do not see a good scenario, if you want to know, in 2013 for the U.S. <laughs> right. When we're borrowing 46 cents on every dollar to to give away, and much of it is just simply wasted. It is. Uh, we are destroying ourselves from within. Now, that's where Fox News stops. Yes. And that's where talk radio stops. I sometimes have to turn talk radio on and say, I'm looking for some good Christian right. music. Right. That's why I turned to Redeemer. Yeah. <laughs> Hear something refreshing and new and hopeful. Because that's the reality. It's not yes. the, the, uh, the, the, the bad news. is not the final reality. It right. is the good news that God was in Christ and he's with us. Amen. Amen. Maybe you would like to know more about the Christian faith. Know more about... Uh, relationship with Jesus Christ, the lover of your soul, uh, please email us. Our email address is ministry at redeemerbroadcasting.org. We'll take your letter and get it right here to Pastor Vance, and uh, you can communicate back and forth. I see we're out of time already today. We want to wish all of you a very happy new year. Praise the Lord that we can know Christ going forward into this new year. That is almost guaranteed to be a very challenging year, but we are not to lose hope. For Redeemer Broadcasting, I'm Dan Elmendorf. In the studio with me today has been Dr. John Vance. Quick reminder, please visit us online at RedeemerBroadcasting.org and join us again next week for another edition of A Plain Answer.
with the beat of a heart when love takes you home and says you belong here the loneliness ends and a new life begins when love takes you in Somewhere while you're sleeping Someone else is dreaming too Counting down the days until They hold you close and say I love you And like the rain that falls into the sea moment what has been is lost in what will be when love takes you in everything changes a miracle starts with the beat of a heart and this love will never let you this love to lose its hold when love takes you in everything changes a miracle starts with the beat of a Takes you in for 